0: We are Carlo and Rachel Capua.
1: From the great city of Fort Worth, Texas.
0: And through this video blog, we'll discuss all things life, love, and education.
1: So here's the thing. Just because a story was good, doesn't mean it wasn't hard. We'll share what we've learned and our learning in our work, marriage, and life.
0: That's right. From entrepreneurship and graduate degrees, to living debt-free and everything in between, welcome.
1: To the good stories. Well hey, love.
0: Hey. It's our first episode of The Good Stories. Our
1: first, very first episode. So don't let the flowers fool you because our fiddly fig is literally dying over there. So <laughs> you may see some angles at some point of her, but she's pathetic in the corner. That's okay. Um, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine.
0: It's part We're, of marriage. Isn't that, that's a metaphor for, for life sometimes. Sometimes you're growing, sometimes you're...
1: It was beautiful when we first bought it. Was it my fault? No, it was totally my fault. It was totally my fault. The, the, the plant. <laughs> the okay. plan. Well,
0: welcome to The Good Stories. I'm Carlo Capua.
1: And I'm Rachel Capua. We are so glad you're here. You know, we said a few weeks ago, right, about a few weeks ago, that we were going to launch this effort. And and we mean it. It has been genuinely on our hearts and on our minds for a few months. Really, when COVID hit, we found ourselves at home around our dining room table quite a bit. And we thought to ourselves, you know what, we're having these conversations uh, maybe some of the things that we're going through or have been um, going through for months or years or, or you know, maybe when we first got married eight years ago, this is our anniversary month, so happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. You know, we just thought, why don't we bring this to other people that we know or don't know in hopes that it just gives some space uh, to talk about things that are important and that are that are good stories, hence the name. They're good stories, mm-hmm. but they're also sometimes hard stories and uh sometimes that just makes it that much more rewarding uh to get get to the other side.
0: And it's important to point out this isn't about Rachel and Carlo. It's this isn't our show or all about us. It's we hope to use our experiences as a platform to share with uh, some of you that may be going through a difficult period or to know how to to deal with with tough situations that you can 't always expect, I mean we wish that we had um, we had some great marriage mentors, but they couldn 't prepare us for every potential bump in the road that we would experience and so hopefully, through sharing some of these um, good stories and painful stories that it will uh, it will better equip whoever's out there whether you 're a parent or a child or a brother or a sister or a husband or a wife or aunt or uncle that you'll be able to take some of the the scar tissue that we have and mm-hmm. apply that to your life um, wherever it may lead you, yeah,
1: so we are going to try to go completely unscripted for the most part. I have a notepad, but it has nothing on it. We didn't even do notes, um but we did prepare in the sense of us talking about this and and really wanting to be mindful and intentional about what what we share with you all and uh, and wanting it to be the most authentic place as we can do it. so we're actually in our home. Uh, we have cameras set up, but it's like an iPhone and a camera that we bought for something else. Uh, so we are just gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna bring you into our lives um, a little bit more vulnerably. And we thought this first episode specifically would be us just kind of talking about how we met so that you know us and kind of our story a little bit more. And give you, at the end of this episode, just an idea about what the next, um, the next process, the next steps might look like. So, if that's okay with you, that's where we're going to start.
0: And going through this pandemic, it really has felt like it's been such an abrupt, unorthodox experience for all of us. And I think in some ways, it kind of mirrors how we met in our relationship to our wedding day, to our yeah. first few years of marriage. Very unorthodox very abrupt, very, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know how we're gonna get through this, Mm -hmm. Um, and some lessons learned. I mean, really, from the moment that we met, it was just so different. I mean, the age difference, obviously, yeah. I'm nine and a half years older. <laughs> she says 10. I not... say
1: 10, and he's like, no, it's it's It's, nine and it's a, a half.
0: single digit with a, <laughs> with a fraction. It's <laughs> nine and a half.
1: Yeah, so. and some people might not know that, you know? Um, so that's fun fact number one, I think, that we...
0: I think they know. Well,
1: some people, but other people might not. <laughs> uh, so we were nearly 10 years apart, and at first that was terrifying because, um, you know, it was just... It's it's a pretty significant age difference. But when we got married and you know my mid-20s and Carlos mid thirties. Early thirties. Early thirties, early to mid thirties. Uh, it's just allowed us to appreciate I think just where we come from and the experiences that we've had mm-hmm. a lot just differently than we might have otherwise. So we'll share a lot about that I'm sure in in coming episodes. Yeah. So how do we meet? Tell, tell the story a little bit and I'll, and I'll help you out where, where I can. So I
0: have to start with my mother. My mother was a yeah. dental hygienist for 40 years, four zero, 40 years, and one day woke up and said, I think I'm ready to follow my dream. And I'm like, as a kid, you never think of your parents following their dream or pursuing their passion. That's something that you, t- you know, college graduates walk across the stage and they're going to go follow their dream. And, but you never expect to hear that from a parent, especially one who's been doing one thing every day for 40 years and that's been dental hygiene and I Mm -hmm. said well mom what's your dream and she said well my dream has always been to cook for people you know and and so time out you know my parents were like I hit the parent jackpot with with them being able to cook they're just great cooks and 40 years before women just weren't women were cooks they weren't chefs so my mom decided to stick with dental hygiene you know she had my me and my sister Maria and so she decided to to just stay with dental hygiene Mm and And so, fast forward 40 years later, she's 63 years old. Says she's ready to follow her dream. She said it's to cook. I said, "Well, mom, you're 63 years old. The clock is ticking. We need to do something." So we started our own catering business, and one of the very first—actually, the very first catering event we had—literally
1: the first first one, like the first. When we think about this, and it's kind of crazy because this was what 12 years ago. Yeah, this was 12 years ago.
0: This is in 2000.
1: 2008, 2008, the summer, August, August,
0: 2008. So we're both TCU alums. And um, we have a mutual uh, person that works in the same office that we that I was in and then she was in and decided to hire us to do a catering event for an event that she was a part of. So I brought every piece of catering equipment we owned, like everything because I didn't I've never done this before. It's August in Fort Worth. It's like a 1000 degrees outside. Mm -hmm. I decide I'm going to impress them and wear my you know, wear my full suit and tie.
1: <laughs> he did look, he did, you did look very professional. I look so professional. It was very professional. I was drenched
0: together. in sweat because I had to park a mile away. And, and of course, we brought everything we owned. So I had to make multiple trips. My mother had thrown her back out that morning. So she's sitting on the corner, like wailing in pain. I'm like, mom, sh- you're going to embarrass us. This is our first <laughs> catering And if you
1: event. know Janet, she, you know, she's just hilarious. Mama, I love you. Well,
0: yeah, and she'll remember, she can tell this story great, too. So we're setting up on, like, the ping pong table in the rec center, (laughs) right? We set it up, and, and again, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just trying to get through this, trying to help my mother follow this dream with this catering business. I didn't know what was going on, but I did know that when I turned and looked and when I saw you, and I, I, I tell you this, too, like... I looked at her and I said, man, that is the cute... In the middle of setting up a chafing dish, right? I'm dropping the lasagna in and I turn and look. Oh, gosh. And I think that is just... I think it
1: was lasagna. It was lasagna.
0: I remember that moment, holding lasagna. The
1: best lasagna. I've had a lot of that.
0: And I looked. You have had a lasagna. And I looked at her and I said, man, whoever that is, that is just the cutest thing I have ever seen. It's
1: like, we'll spare you all the details of what he was thinking. (laughs) Yeah, all the All the things. But it really, I mean, it really was like the first, uh, the first time we met and completely professional, of course, we reconnected. So Kay Higgins, those in Fort Worth or TCU know, likely Kay Higgins. Kay Higgins was my supervisor when I worked at TCU in student development services, was Carla's supervisor when he worked in SDS um, those few years before. And so she, she was the. The, the nucleus, if you will, of, of, match, just, yeah. of just us, you know, in the sense of just introducing us. And and then a few few months, you know, go by and I had the opportunity to uh, travel to Africa with a leadership program that TCU was partnering with sister cities um, for. So uh, you take that part and then I can share the end about Bongani. So
0: I, I had been to Africa before. So, you know, we were trying to get this program launched to take TCU students over. Mm-hmm. So I get a call from one of my other friends who was working at TCU. He said, Carlo, you know, we're getting a group of students to go to Africa. He's like, but there's one student whose mom is just, she's just killing us with questions. I mean, she's just being so, I, we Don't can't make you, her you're happy. On no, I know, I know. <laughs> she, she's a mom. little overbearing. Oh,
1: oh stop and, it. Don't say that. <laughs> no, that's what,
0: I, that's what they told okay. me. Oh,
1: Carlo. Those were someone else's words. <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: So I said, um,
1: She was just I, protective. My very very to make very sure concerned I, yeah, and understandably because sure,
0: sure, sure. you're going to a remote part in Africa, mm-hmm. and so he said, "You actually, I think you might know this student at TCU." And I said, "What's your name?" And he said, well, "It's Rachel Carranza. and I thought, "Oh, that's that cute girl <laughs> I met when I was holding the lasagna." And so I said, "Well, uh, I'd be happy to help. Uh, can I? Should I get together with her?" And so, mm-hmm. so we they set up a meeting. I met her and her mother and her sister, and look at me, I, I put on that same suit, because it was probably the only suit probably I owned, the same, suit. The same catering suit. suit, the same one. I literally, I put together a PowerPoint presentation on my laptop computer. I mean, I was such a, I was such a nerd, but I wanted, to, I wanted to impress you and your mom so bad that I spent time um, just, I didn't know what I was doing, but I, I don't know, it was just kind of following my heart on that, because I really wanted her to go to Africa mm-hmm. and experience the same experience that I had. And I I could tell that her mom was still, your mom was still really concerned, even in the middle of my transition effects and the animations. (laughs) And uh, so I said, look, if you're that concerned, here's a picture of my host family. Uh, I'll set you up with them. And you'll know that, your daughter will be safe. Yeah, and so we did. So you got to stay with the same host family that I got to stay with. I mean, literally in the same room in the same house. Yeah, and so it was such a special connection.
1: This is where some of the the interesting effort comes in, or the interesting part of the story comes in, because uh, to you know to kind of fast forward a little bit, I stayed with the same host family. Uh, Carlo and I started dating after I graduated from college and I was you know in grad school at the University of Oklahoma, Boomer Sooner. 3 years later, right? And I'm going to jump to this. We we were engaged and and you know, it was so it was a big big deal for us, right? To ask the question, who who should marry us? Who should be part of our experience in this way? Who would we really value? Who do we both know and feel, you know, so our host dad, uh, Bongani, who we both stayed with as, as we shared in the story, um, I did a certification online and got licensed. We really do hope it's legitimate. Like, <laughs> I, think good. I, I think we're okay. I think we're okay because everything went through and we never heard otherwise. So we're eight years in. We should be fine. Um, but Bongani is a pastor. And, and so we thought, you know what? It's, this is probably not possible, but what if... We invite him and his wife Gugu to uh, the states uh, to perform the ceremony, and I think we we thought this would be so cool, but the likelihood of them being able to come is like is probably low. very yeah, very low. And so uh, they they ended up saying yes, and they came to the states. And Swaziland now, Eswatini. Eswatini is a small country right outside of South Africa, uh, and you know it's like. Where, where between is it exactly? south africa
0: and mozambique it's just that tiny little wedge right in between those two countries
1: interesting fact about about iswatini is that they're the longest standing monarchy in in the continent africa and so um definitely visit there if you can we'd love to chat with you about about that particular country but when Ghani and gugu come to the states they marry us uh, and this is where I think the story is is hard but good, right? And something that we wanted to kind of just bring to y'all. So we our wedding day was, Beautiful. I mean, as as other women or other you know couples, as you plan your day, it's you know it's meant to be this this celebration. I know many of you, uh, my sister and and her husband now Carl. So we both married Carl's kind of crazy. My my sister and I both married a Carl. But Maddie and Carl got married during COVID, and you know we've been talking a lot about like you know you have this expectation about what your wedding's going to be and. Um, and then a pandemic hits or a situation hits, you know, or something happens, and it 's just not what you expected so we you know we had a beautiful day, I mean beautiful with family and friends and Bongani and Gugu from Africa and some others from really all around the world, people who you had been with and Carlo traveled. Um, quite a bit, but taught abroad for, for almost eight years in, in Japan and Mexico. And we just, it was just such a beautiful blend of all these people and cultures and, and efforts. Um, but we had something come up at, at our wedding and it was something that we could not control. Um, so we ended up having to, to really end the night early. And I think I cried every day of our honeymoon, um, and I'm gonna try not to crown this good story because it was it was a good story in that if that something hadn't happened, right? And reconciliation and everything has happened since then and I'm so grateful for that. And and God has been so good to show us, you know, favor in the hard. But if if that hadn't happened, I don't think that you and I probably would have come together in the way that we did. Mm-hmm that even honeymoon week and and what I texted somebody afterwards that next morning when we were leaving for our honeymoon, I said, you know what, even though this was like the hardest thing to see in the the moment, but I said, you know what, a wedding is a day, right? Like a wedding is a day, a marriage, like a marriage is a lifetime. So did it go as planned? Absolutely not. I mean, it was beautiful, right? Um, But it just, it still like chokes me up because – was just a really hard day um but I think that when we when we look at it eight years now eight years gosh September 22nd so we wanted to launch this episode about that time um you know we thought to ourselves it's probably been one of the best things to happen to us because we we felt in Gugu and Bongani we ended up spending some time with them after the wedding was over um and, and, you know, and I think it was Bongani that said something like, you know, if this is, you know, if if this is how or, or what will happen your first day being married, and it's, and it's hard, and it's tough, and you might not quite understand it right now, you'll be able to get through anything, like you'll be able to get through anything. Um, uh, and he, so, he said,
0: remember when he, after that, he said, the couples that I worry the most about yeah. are the ones that go through their whole dating their whole engagement with the fairy tale. And life, as you know, is not a fairy tale. Mm. And going through tough experiences equips you to deal with tougher experiences. And if you haven't gone through a tough experience, he said, there's I mean, it's two reasons. Yeah. Um, number one, you're not looking hard enough. Or number two, the tough experience is probably going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. So he said, He said the ones I worry about are the ones that have never experienced any kind of um of disaccord or tension or conflict because that's that's part of it i mean we see that in 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 society right now is we sometimes we raise children that they don't know how to deal with conflict or when they don't get what they want or their person doesn't win whatever election or you know they don't get their way it's important to understand how to deal with life when things don't go your way and in some cases it can bond you even stronger uh, than if everything had just been peachy
1: yeah so, one of our things we really wanted to to talk about and sharing that particular story because we don't share that often, if at all, is that is that for those experiencing that same thing but in different ways with covid right there are there are thousands, thousands of couples, some of you may be watching this that experience the same thing. It's not as you had planned. you know starting your marriage this way is not how you would plan. And so um, we just, you know, we want to instill a sense of, of hope and confidence that this is just this is just the beginning of your story. And marriage is such a commitment, right? It's such a huge commitment. And we're going to share a lot of things with you through these, you know, through these good stories. Again, most of which are very hard, but but they have made us who we are and they make us closer um, as couples and stronger as individuals and and, and that we're we're really grateful mm-hmm. for. So even if a wedding or an event or a day or uh, the the proposal or the anything that that you might be experiencing right now didn't or maybe won't go the way that you had expected, uh, just know that that is your story. So that you can tell someone else that story for for a reason. And so we just. We just can't express that or underscore that enough with our own experience. Um, and it was really, really difficult. Mm-hmm. But I think as we look these eight years later, um, it's defined who we are in, in some mm-hmm. ways. Not in all ways, of course, but, but in some.
0: Well, and here's an important takeaway, too, is if you find the silver lining, it's there. But if you, yeah. if you decide you're just going to be the victim and not, not try to learn anything from it... And not apply it to whatever next hard thing is in your life, then then you'll be the victim. So it's it's a mental it's you know, a mental sure. state. And we both agreed to take this and try to make something positive of it. And um, it's made us stronger. It's made our marriage stronger. So feel free in the comments. Feel free to post a topic or an issue or something you'd like us to talk about, or a question you might have, or um, if there's any way that we can share something that maybe we've experienced to to your benefit. Feel free to, to let us know. Send us an email or or just send us a little message.
1: Yeah. So we've decided not to stress out about this, the good stories. We're going to figure out the cadence that works best. And uh, we just want to be have this be a, a project, too, for the two of us to invest in um, our time and just... Even have some fun. And if nobody it's watches, it's okay
0: because this is a fun thing for us to do. Yeah. We'll give yeah. it a try.
1: We're so grateful that you're with us. And for next steps, you can go to drrachelcapcom slash blog. That will be the home of where we'll house them as well as YouTube just for... place to put them out into the world Um, thanks for sharing with your friends and loved ones and most importantly we just would love this to be a space where we can talk about important things that we might not otherwise so sometimes it will be just the two of us sometimes we might bring in another couple um, or another individual and interview them or just not really have conversations we want it to be very conversational so anyways that's it thank you for being with us and take good care.
0: Go make some great stories, some good stories, and everything in between.
1: Thanks. Thanks so much, y'all.